All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of This Is Our Year, Minnesota Vikings podcast. And you know what? It's not. It's not our year. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No, it's it's okay. I think that kind of a reaction, it makes sense at this time. It's uh, We're going through a lot. I mean, it's been a few days, you know, since the Vikings lost 37 to 10 to the Packers. So, you know, we've had a little bit of time to, to reflect and uh, I don't know. How are you guys feeling? I mean, you know, now that the Vikings are kind of, you know, just totally done, you know, it's, it's this uneasy feeling of, I mean, I feel great. Otherwise, you know, I'm in the fantasy football championship, but besides that, like, you know, I don't know. It's this uneasy feeling of like, I kind of want to get the rest of this over with just like this week. Just let me skip to next season. Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't want to have to witness any of the bloodbath, you know? I don't know. It's hard to say. It's not like we didn't see this coming. Um, uh, I mean, let's just face it. We did not play. We didn't deserve to go to the playoffs. Even if we would have won last week, there's, I just don't think we have enough of those big wins from the season to like rightfully claim to be a playoff team. It still sucks. I'm kind of bummed out that our season's kind of ending like this, but uh, it, I don't know. I feel like this needs to happen for the change. The Vikings actually could change the Vikings in a way that we actually need to change to become a better team. And I think this was just the inevitable. It was going to end and it's just kind of sad that it's kind of coming down like this. Yeah, you're right. It's necessary. And, you know, through through the whole Kirk Cousins, Mike Zimmer era, it's been a lot of kind of ups and downs and streakiness. Mm-hmm. And that's Streaky not fun. Mm-hmm. That's not fun as a fan. You know, I mean, I, yeah, you're right. It, it's 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 an inevitable evil that had to happen, you know, it's kind of a band-aid that got ripped off. You know, say we do make it to the playoffs. We're not going anywhere. We're not winning a Super Bowl this year. I always want us to go to the playoffs and, you know, try our best. But we weren't – it wasn't going to happen. You know, there's just so many things that went wrong. I know, you know, Mike Zimmer in 2018 was talking about with uh, uh, Kirk Cousins and, like, his cap hit and all this stuff and how he's not going to afford to have his defense and it's going to end in him getting fired probably. He said that. So that's where we're at now. Mike Zimmer, it looks like he may be fired by Monday. Um, I think he might have already got uh, – I want to be surprised. There's been several of the uh, interviews with him that have come out since after the Packers game where you can, it just, you can see the defeat in his eyes. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if he already knows his, he's done there. If he's got the news, it maybe just hasn't become public. I just feel like I, that's I don't know if they can do that, though. I don't know if that's something that the league is allowed to do. They have to report all transactions. They do if they're going to be interviewing for a new uh, coach. That's the rules. They need to do that if they're planning on doing, like, using the next the last two weeks of the season to interview for a coach. And then they do need to announce to – the coach that his position is getting um, kind of scouted for. But, uh, yeah, no, I I don't know. I feel like it was kind of pretty clear cut, like, what he needed to do to make sure to at least have a chance to save his job, and he didn't do it. 
And I think he knows that. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I feel bad. It, it sucks to see a man's livelihood and his job kind of get pulled away from him. And it is well, really, I mean, he's going to be all right. He's going to be okay. Like he, yeah. he'll be very well off. And we just got to remember. Yeah. I mean, like Vikings fans, he's a person too. And yes, uh, this is the time of year where Vikings fans will start to, will start to, uh, kind of really rip on the people that they didn't like on the team or the organization. And let's just remember that these people are people. Exactly. And, and obviously, you know, when, when we're frustrated, we, we want somebody to blame and I think that's okay, but you just got to remember, you're right. You hit it on the head. They're, they're people. So let's kind of, let's keep it tame here, you know? Mm -hmm. But yeah, a lot of interesting quotes coming out after the game. Um, from a lot of people, I know kind of changing to Kirk Cousins, he quoted that he wanted to stay a Viking until he retires. And how does that make you guys feel? I mean, I'll, you know, let's let him. I, yeah. That's my that's my thing. I You know, this guy is a great, great quarterback who has had the worst one of the worst defenses in the league the last two seasons. People are saying, oh, it's on him to win the game. Okay. He's doing pretty much everything he can. Um, and then, oh, you know, the vaccination, all that stuff. A, he would have been, you know, he would have had to miss the game regardless whether or not he was vaccinated or not due to the protocols. Would it have, you know, maybe prevented him from getting it? Potentially, yes. You know, that's at least what vaccines are for, right? But – I I like this guy too much with this team just to let him walk. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know. There's a lot that has gone wrong in the Kirk Cousins era that I think was beyond his control. You know, we had the 2017 team, 2018 and 2019. Like, I don't know. Like, especially in 2018, we still had, you know, a lot of that residual you know 2017 defense type thing but you fast forward to 2020 and 2021 a lot of those guys who have stayed they're getting older and I don't know the NFL it really takes it out of people you know when you get to be you know in your upper 20s eventually you're over the hill yeah like I mean Eric Hendricks did not have a phenomenal year this year in any sense of the word um, well, but I would still say he was one of our better defenders this season. And he's a leader on the team. Yeah. 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 And, and that's just it. Like, I think the Vikings do value loyalty, at least in the Mike Zimmer era. They have valued a lot of loyalty. Um, I think, you know, there, there are players that, you know, we as fans really love. But I don't know. It's just a thought. I, I feel like maybe the Vikings don't ever really know when to, when to cut the ties. You know, it might not yeah. be like always the smartest idea. Is it the smartest idea to give Harrison Smith a four year multi million dollar contract? He's the highest paid safety in the league and he's in his 30s. We love the guy and he does great. And I'm not even saying that Harrison Smith had a bad year because he didn't. He had a really, he had a pretty good year. But like with, with these things, you know, possible new regime coming. I don't know how long that's going to last. And if we have new eyes looking at this team, um, who's to say who stays and who goes? They may not have some of that same loyalty toward those players. And uh, I think if we get a new head coach 
and possibly new general manager. Who knows about that one? Um, we're gonna have we're gonna have different eyes looking at this roster, and if they don't want to work with Kirk Cousins, like I get it, I get it, I understand the the pros of finding a trade partner, but I also understand when you look at the at the free agents this year, you're probably not gonna get much better than Jameis Winston if you decide to let go of Kirk Cousins, and I'll take Kirk Cousins over Jameis Winston almost any day, so. I don't know. Or I unless like... we can work something out with the Cleveland Browns, who apparently Baker Baker doesn't really like it over there. But I would hate to have Baker Mayfield as the Vikings quarterback. I would hate that. Yeah, I, I, mean... I think I think the Browns would benefit a lot from having Kirk Cousins. Oh and, yeah. Uh... Well, they could and... not rely on the run as much as they do. Yeah. Just, especially this season, but um, I don't know. I think the big the big thing now is I mean we're going to see a big shift in identity. And I think there's a lot of these players, especially on the defensive side, that have been known to be, I would say, Zimmer guys, like your Harrison Smith, your Eric Hendricks, these guys who Zimmer grew. Um, their tenure also might come short, not because I want to or I think they should, but like Kerry said, there might be a new set of eyes looking on this team. And to be honest, the shell of our team is the shell from the teens, like – 2013 2014 up and we got to realize it's 2021 we can't be playing it's 2022 with... austin yeah oh wow i just got hit it's 2022 we can't be playing the same style of football that we were playing almost a decade ago yeah. you're right you're right um changes are coming and i don't know that that there's a bunch of players who knows what their status is going to be i know patrick peterson he was he was by far our best cornerback this year. And I don't know. I, I know that uh, a reason that he came to Minnesota was Mike Zimmer. And I know after the, after this Packers game, you know, he, there was, there was a little shot at Zimmer, you know, obviously I think he still has a huge amount of respect for him, but he was wondering, you know, why he wasn't allowed to shadow Devonte Adams. And honestly, after watching that game, who cares? Just let him, you know, I mean, it was, it was I awful. I mean, Chris Boyd was absolutely decimated. And I feel like part of me feels like if Zimmer goes, we're going to see a lot of those guys go. And I think you were kind of touching on that, Austin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope, give, I hope we give Patrick Peterson an extension. Um, When he was on the field, I, this season, that's when I kind of felt more, most comfortable with our cornerbacks. And how they played having when he was there. And I think we covered it in several episodes where we're like, oh, his just veteran presence is so, so, so much. It was so needed on the defense, especially in the past defense. And so I, I think, yeah, maybe another a year deal. I'm not saying sign him for like four or five years. I think he's an old guy. But I think I hope he I think he deserved another year with the Vikings if he wants to stay. Mm-hmm. I I felt like especially recently I felt like a lot of times when he was in the red zone at uh, it seemed to be like crucial moments. He was uh, he was coming up big on like third and fourth downs yep. and you yeah. could see it. It's not necessarily his speed anymore, but he's just, you know, it's the veteran presence. It's the technique and that I'm sure that must leak down onto the other players. So well, they got to learn. Definitely. He's a guy we want to have around mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, I agree. I think, okay, Minnesota fans, I think Kirk Cousins is going to be our starting QB next year unless there is 
this shift in front office and there's this huge trade that we use to get them. Um, a team that I, I saw that people were kind of talking he could go to that I think would be absolutely lethal if he went there is, could you imagine Kirk Cousins on the Pittsburgh Steelers? Oh, electric. It, yeah. I mean, that team, that's a Super Bowl team right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think Big Ben was kind of definitely the – he was the low point of that team this year. Um, I I don't know about as far as in the locker room. I don't know how, how the players felt about him. It it seemed, you know, through Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that, you know, they're, they owe a lot of respect to him, but I think as far as just a skilled player, I think that Kirk cousins would be a major upgrade for them. So in a world where Carson Wentz can go for a first round pick, I think there's no reason why, uh, Kirk Cousins can't go for a first-round pick, what especially I, after the season that he had. What I think yep. I saw uh, people kind of speculating, and I mean, this is just speculations at this point, nothing. This is like nothing really solid, but they were saying a first-round and a third-round pick for Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm not going to lie, that's good. I mean, it's going to set us back for the next couple of years. but And, and we might not want to do that because we have a running back who looks like he might be coming out of his prime, and we have a receiver who is heading into potentially one of the biggest prime receivers we've seen since Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, and Justin uh, Justin Jefferson. So it's that's the big question. Do Minnesota, do we want to have to start growing a new talent now? Well, we have talent that's so advanced where we could lose that window of opportunity. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough question. And – you know, aside from maybe going from free agents, we look at the draft. I know a lot of people say, you know, there's not really many QBs worth looking at in this draft, but I don't know. <laughs> this year's draft was supposed to be huge for quarterbacks. I think what did I what did I just hear for the Jaguars? I think Trevor Lawrence, it was almost unbelievable. I think Trevor Lawrence threw his first touchdown in nine games in this last week. Yeah. It did not pan as much as people thought. No, Mac Jones is the one who worked out, which yeah, I guess the Patriots knew something that most other teams did not. No, and I think they even mentioned that in the draft, that he might be the most NFL-ready. And, I mean, he was on, the I think, the team that was best suited for, like, bringing in a rookie QB. I mean, don't get me wrong. This rookie QB class, like, there are some studs. Justin Fields, I think, is going to really, in a few, like, just progress into a better player. And once he is playing at a higher level, oh, man, I don't want to mess with him. And uh, Mac Jones, um, there's a lot of QBs, rookie QBs that we just this season didn't get to see all of their potential yet. But mm-hmm. it's weird. But I agree. I feel like, the especially with the last two, or three QB drafts, you've just had such high-profiled rookies being picked. Um, speaking of which, Joe Burrow from last year, that 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 guy's going to run the NFL. Oh, I yep. agree. He he wins the Super Bowl someday for sure in the next five years. I'll say it. Oh yeah, I mean, he, he scares me. I I don't think that's even really a hot take. You know, <laughs> no. Very good. No, I remember, as long as he can stay healthy, that guy's lethal. I'm going to say my biggest missed call through this podcast this year was week one against Bengals. I disrespected them so much. And after watching them this season, no, that team is a 
that team is ripe. They're ready for their next season. Oh, I think they're going to just dominate. I mean, this, they still have a shot. They just won their division. Yeah, I think I think everybody kind of slept on the Bengals. I mean, Joe Burrow's uh, short season in 2020, it was promising, but it was just so short, and it was cut off. And by the end of the season, he wasn't even playing. So I think people just kind of thought, oh, same old Bengals, you know, because they ended under 500 again. So I don't know. You're, you're right. I, this was a it was a big miscalculation by us by Vikings fans and really by the Vikings. Uh, I don't know, just yeah, d- disappointing from the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, we were talking about Justin Fields a little bit, and I feel like that's a, that's a nice way to kind of transition into this week's game. Doesn't really mean anything. I don't really want to talk too much about this game just because it's meaningless. And we don't even really know who's going to be playing. Mike Zimmer did say that Kirk Cousins will start at QB. Whether Which that I think means is right. Play. I think that yeah. will happen. Yeah, I mean, whether that means he'll play the whole game or not. Here's the scary thing, though. We've had, I believe we have four players currently on the COVID list, and that includes Eric Kendricks, Christian Derrissaw, Ezra Cleveland, and Cameron Bynum. Two of our starting offensive linemen are on the COVID list. Now, is it the best idea if we're thinking about either keeping Kirk, relying on him next year, or trading him in the offseason to put him out with a makeshift offensive line in a meaningless game? It doesn't make sense to me. And yes, I I mean, it's the right call if we want to win the game. And I know if they want to just, you know, go out with a bang, make the fans happy with a win. I don't know. It seems like it's an unnecessary risk. I agree. I I don't think he should play. Um, and honestly, going talking, we didn't really get to talk too much on the aftermath of the Packers game. One of the things that really kind of uh, peeved me the wrong way with Mike Zimmer and like kind of the game plan for the game was not going with Kellen Mond. Like, come on. You kind of made a little more hype than you needed to for him. He's our backup QB. We should at least see what he has. I mean, at least the Packers, when Aaron Rodgers didn't start uh, this year, they played Jordan Love. It's just, I don't know. I feel like that was such a wrong way to maybe step out on one of the last games of the year with a rookie QB like that, just hurting his confidence and just saying, nope, we don't think you're actually ready for the NFL. I agree in the way that, like, if we're going to lose anyway, give him some reps. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that Sean Mannion was probably our best shot at a win, though it we were very, very far from a win. It was kind of an embarrassing blowout. Um, He said we hadn't had any of those this year, but we got a first one. Yeah, we we sure did. Um, I don't know. Like. I hate to judge the guy on just one series. He did almost throw a pick six on what looked to be – should have been a pretty easy throw and catch. Uh, I don't know. Again, I hate to judge the guy off of one series, but they do get to see him, and there's a reason that he's not the backup quarterback, you know? Yeah, and yeah I that don't... was a mistake. I mean, we – especially, you know, when you knew the game was over – because Mon went out for one series, and then Mannion went back in. And late, we later found out that it was because Mannion had a small injury. But, like, okay, at that point, just let Mond take over. <laughs> like, 
okay, you're throwing them to the wolves, but at the same time, this could be your future. Let's see it. Yeah, and we might have to roll with him. And honestly, like you said, Mikey, if we're, I think if we don't start Kirk Cousins this game, this is a a Mon game, home field advantage. Let him at least play one game of his rookie season, see what he has. And not to mention, Mike Zimmer totally buried him. Yeah. Kellen Mond liked a tweet saying Mike Zimmer just buried Kellen Mond. It was like, that's one of the coldest things that a head coach has ever said about a quarterback. Yeah. And And it's unnecessary. And, you know, that's that's Zimmer, though. He's this cranky, tell it like it is old man. And Well, I get it. His job. And, I mean, let's think about it. I understand. It's a tough game. Your QB's not playing. And you pretty much are playing for your job right now. And he has more experience with Sean Mannion than uh, he does with uh, Kellen. Um, So, uh, I get it. You you trust the guy you've worked with a little more. But, honestly, I think that might have been – it's just – I don't know. I just didn't like it, and I I think if you're not going to play Kirk Cousins this game, it should be in my game. I mean, we might lose, and it might be a, not a good playing option if we want to get the W, but it's getting that guy reps. Yeah, and, and at this point, it doesn't matter. What are we playing for a win for other than just, you know, pride at this point? And, and I guess that goes somewhere. Like, you hate to – you hate to end the season with a loss, especially to a division rival, because, you know, even even though the last time we lost to the Bears at uh, at home when we didn't have our starters in, you know, that's something that, you know, they still get to hold that above us. You know, they still beat us, mm-hmm. starters or not. Mm-hmm. It goes to the all-time records. I mean, that's kind of what we're playing for this game. I kind of look at it is the all-time head-to-head matchup. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. But, uh, no, I agree with you. I feel like it should be a it should be a Kellen Mond game if you know if and when they decide to take Kirk Cousins out of the game. Um, I don't know. I'd be interested to to see him in in like a closed climate controlled environment because he went in literally cold. It was freezing, sub freezing. So. It hadn't warmed up. He wasn't prepared to go, you know. It was, I think, like you said, Kerry, Sean Mannion, I think he said he had a hand cramp or something like that. He just wasn't ready to go. So he went in cold for one series, three and out. It's not enough to judge the guy. So Not at all. And, I mean, that was some of the coldest weather a lot of those players have ever played in. Mm-hmm. But like, and it's just tough. Like, Lambeau is one of the hardest, hardest places to get a W in. And, but yeah, I don't know. Like I, before the game started, I think we all knew, uh, this is it. Do we even do with this as our Euro meter? I mean, it, it's pretty much over. It's not our oh, it's, yeah, it's zero. Well, if, uh, yeah, that's it. just it. It's, this is our Euro meter. It is at zero. It's, it's <laughs> not, you know? <laughs> Who, okay. Here's a, here's a quick little segment we can do. Whose year was it? One person on the Vikings, whose year it was. We each, each name one. Whose year was it? Who who actually had a great year? Okay, I got one, and it's it's not like your typical one. Uh, Let's hear it. Tyler Conklin. Yes, Tyler Conklin. I said it at the beginning of the season. That was one of the guys that I thought should get more playing time, and he got it 
due to an injury, which also kind of set us up hard right away for Irv Smith. And that, that'll be huge for next year. A guy to look for, but uh, no, he just really, he worked against a lot of teams defenses. And when a lot of our key players weren't able to get going, he was kind of the kickstart to a lot of like our big momentum swings in our games. I yeah. agree. That was, he was, um, I would say a person who had a good year. Um, I would say, you know, Christian Derrissaw, why not? You know, he maybe didn't blow away expectations and granted he was not available for the first, you know, half of the season, but missed a lot of games, missed a lot of games, you know, but when he was out there, you know, you, you saw him do that super cool low cut block on Aaron Donald that they, the announcers were kind of highlighting. Oh, look at that. Wow. You know, and he had his little tiny moments and this is a guy that, you know, could be a guy. Yeah. Really, really good first overall pick. I thought from this year with how we kind of got placed in the draft, which I have a feeling is going to be how we're going to get placed in this draft again. But uh, yeah, no, I was really happy with his productivity as well. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm excited for the future of uh, Darisaw for sure. Um, he'll, he and Brian O'Neill are both here for you know the next four years, I think, together. Nice. So, yeah, there'll there'll be some nice bookends for whoever is under center for the next few years. Yep. Um, mine, you know, I'm gonna go a little bit out of character for me. You know, I haven't always been the biggest supporter vocally of this player, especially throughout this season. I've said at, I've at times said, you know, if we have to move on from this player, then I guess that's fine. But I'll say it. I think Anthony Barr had a really nice season. Despite yes. despite this defense not really being all it could have been, he was really solid. When he was on the field, and that's just it. His journey of getting back onto the field, it took a long time, but I think it was worth it. This may be his his last year in purple, and Sunday maybe his last game as a Viking. So I think everything that he did, I think he, he put his heart out there. He worked really hard. He was passionate. He, the, the defense looked better when he was out there. And uh, I, I think he'll probably get a job somewhere. You know, whether it's in purple, I feel like it won't be. But I think he will be able to get a job. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Okay, that's fun that we didn't name any of like the really, really big guys on our team, like Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins. I mean, <laughs> they both had very good seasons as well. Remember when Kirk was going to be the MVP? Mm-hmm. Was, like in week was, four, where we were just so convinced he's going to get it. He was playing. <laughs> he played very efficient, and I mean, if if anything you can say for why he should come back and be our QB for next year. It's how efficient he was with the ball this season, especially earlier on. Uh, but, yeah. What was – okay, here's another good kind of sad question. Uh, if you could go back this season and change a moment or redo anything from out this whole season, what would you do? Have like, Neil Hunter for all 17 games. End of story. Well, yeah, like injury, but I'm more of like – mine would be – uh, week three against Cardinal, or no, week two against Cardinals, or, or was it week three? Uh, give me, give Greg the leg one more shot at the kick. <laughs> Offside on the defense, replay kick. 
Just one more chance. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's so many moments. Um, I feel like for me, it's got to be one of those games where, where you know, it wasn't like a, a missed kick or just one play. Like for me, it would it would have to be like the Rams game or something like that. You know, where it, we just we just weren't good enough out the, out of the gate. You know, we were in it, but we were just behind. I would change that. You know, I'd give us a lead. I'd. I'd those are some of those games because on those true coin flip games, that's just it. They were coin flips. So if I could change one, I'd probably change, you know, a meaningful game that we truly lost, you know, or Baltimore lost. We did. Yeah. There are so many, uh, the stupid, like, and there's several games where like the ending was so a little shady in some areas. And it's just like, Oh, do we really have to lose because of that? And we do. But, I mean, we played hard. That's what I'll say about our the Minnesota Vikings. I think we played pretty much as hard as any any other team in the entire NFL. We literally just had to keep going, keep going, keep going. And, uh, but it just we couldn't get there, boys. Yeah. It seems like the fight kind of was wearing out by this last game, though, which is – it's sad, but it's understandable. You know, there's there's only so much you can do when, when you're relying on Sean Mannion as your, as your quarterback. Exactly. Speaking on that pick, I think one more time, or maybe there might be one more week you can do this, but how hot is it for Mike Zimmer, boys? Oh, God. It's uh... – it's gone. It's like it's it's disintegrated to ashes. I think. You know? I would say no, 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 no. We're not there quite yet. I'd say you come home from a vacation, you know, and your house has been on fire for like an hour. It is in flames, and you're like, ah, ah. like, what do I do? You're like at the grocery store at work, and you get the phone call that your house is on fire. <laughs> by the time you get home it's it's too late there's nothing you can do yeah they'll put out the fire but your home is gone you have you to left <clears throat> you left sean manning to babysit the kids and he got the house up there. <laughs> well, there must have been something with the house before sean Mannion was left in charge like clearly sean Mannion should not have been left in charge of the house but I think the house probably had some problems. I don't know if there was a gas leak or something that went unattended. That's what I think it was. It must have been that. Yeah. Oh, it's what an end. And I mean, I man, we're gonna. It's gonna be weird. We'll probably have to do a whole episode maybe after the season or during the playoffs on kind of looking back, especially once we do get the news on the Mike Zimmer years and the era of. And the impact he left on this franchise. Oh, I expect that we'll do we'll still do a post game after this Bears game. This yeah. season is uh, it's not quite over, and uh, I hope to I hope to remain in touch and doing this stuff you know through the off season as well. Yeah, no, we can definitely. I think that'll be fun. Do more focused episodes on stuff. Exactly. Yeah. We'll we'll dive deep into into the stats and the stories and individuals and players and Mm -hmm. it'll be fun i look forward to it i agree well i think that ought to do it for today it's i'm sad now hey don't be sad there's there's always next year
It's always yeah. nice to think. Do you guys want to put like a little like uh, sad touch onto the Vikings song? This is a year. <laughs> no, this is a year. <laughs> it's sad that the season is coming to an end the way it is, but man, we still got one more week, and I hope we win. I really do. Should we? Are we going to be doing another episode uh, before the game, or should we give our guesses now on what you guys think the score is going to be? You know, I think. A hundred to zero Vikings. It's Thursday. Let's just let's do it. Let's do it up. A uh, hundred to zero. Win. Yeah. Um, hundred to zero. I like it. Um, how about this is gonna be? I think this one could be the Vikings' biggest blowout offensively, yeah. in a good way. We got blown out last week. Let's just let's blow out these Bears at home. Justin Fields is on the COVID list, so who knows what's going to happen. I think we're going we're gonna to whimper up and die. I think the Bears know that we're sad, and they want to just kick Mike Zimmer right in the ass. I think we are going to get booed out of the stadium. It's going to be whoa, bad. What happened to 100-0? to zero? It's like literally, one. It might be Matt Nagy's and Mike Zimmer's last game as coaches. Yeah, NFC. everyone's going to be – this game is just going to be like – I have no idea. Ugh, it's going to be so bad. Somebody's yeah. going to get stabbed. I'll say, I'll say 42 to 21. Okay. Let's say 41. Genuinely, I'll say um, 38 to 10 Bears. Oh, right, 42 to 21 Vikings. My bad. Dang, Kerry. I was actually going to say 38 for Vikings, and I think uh, – 20 for the Bears. I just, Bears, their offense hasn't been cooking. No, no. It has. Hot takes. You know. Last hot takes on the game of the year. Hot take. Okay. Here we go. Let's, let's make it wild. Um, yeah, I'm going to do a wild one. All right. So I will say Garrett Bradbury gets another reception. We're in our own. We're back by our own 20. He gets another reception, and he takes it all the way from the 20. Um, I think something bad is going to happen. I'm getting bad Juju vibes. Not Juju Smith-Schuster, but I think someone's going to get hurt, like seriously hurt. <sighs> That's what I'm afraid of. I, I think there's going to be an ACL tear. Oof. Oh, dang. Dang. Oh awesome. man! What do you got? Um, it's the last hot prediction of the year. I'm gonna bet Kirk Cousins is gonna have a 20-yard rushing touchdown. <laughs> He's gonna I bring it. I'm pretty sure we're like 0 and three or 0 and four in games where we've predicted Kirk Cousins gets a rushing touchdown. It's gonna <laughs> happen. It's gonna happen one of these games eventually. Like that. that us predicting that Kirk Cousins gets a rushing touchdown is it can't be the thing that's stopping us from winning and especially stopping him from getting the rushing touchdown. If anything, because we know he's listening to this, it should encourage him to go for it, you know? Maybe that's why it's preventing us from winning. <laughs> because he is listening and he's trying really hard. And he he's just... looking for that window to just run in and he gets sacked. 
<laughs> he gets to the bench. Mike Zimmer's yelling at him like, why didn't you throw it to Jefferson? He's wide open. He's wide open in the end zone. I, I thought I could run it, coach. I'm sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> I got wheels, coach. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this has been this has been fun. It's not over for us. We'll be back even uh, even after this last game. We will be back. So make sure to follow us um, wherever you get your podcasts: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, on on the Facebook even by Meta. Um, our Facebook page is called "This Is Our Year in Minnesota Vikings Podcast." Just like the podcast, our Twitter is at T I O Y Vikings. Send us a DM. Uh, yeah, uh, we love we love things to talk about in the postseason. So uh, hit us up. Let us know. Give us some ideas. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk to you after this uh, after this final week 18, first time ever week 18 game. We'll see if uh, we'll see if the Vikings can get to eight wins. Oh boy! At this point, let's just hope for better draft position. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Could we still win the lottery? Are we in position for that at all? We'd have a very small chance, but the what? Do they still well, do that? The draft lottery, where that's the NBA. <laughs> Don't no, yeah. Uh, still, the NFL isn't it? Is, is it just last place gets first pick? Yeah, it yes. goes by record, uh, and then when it then it's how you were eliminated from the playoffs, I believe. The NBA. We should do the NBA style. It makes it so much more fun. We should just like mix it up every three years. Yeah. I like it. All right. Well, for not the last time, but gosh, it feels like the ending, doesn't it? Yep. All right. We'll have an epilogue. We will. We will. All right. We'll talk to you after the game. See ya. Yeah. Skull. Skull.